Welcome back to Just One Question. And I'm uh, today in my temporary office, aka the dining room, because my uh, normal office is being worked on. And, and that's what we have to do during this pandemic, be flexible. So I've been as flexible as far as uh, moving 50 feet in one direction. Uh, but uh, uh, somebody who's shown uh, far more flexibility over the years and creativity and uh, really has been a uh, an extraordinary influence in the speaking world is uh, my good friend, Tony D'Amelio, who's kind enough to join us uh, today on just hey, one Nick. question. Hey, Tony. Tony is, a, uh, I should just say, a veteran of the business of bringing talent and audiences together. He started in 1969, first of all, in the music business. Um, mm. And uh, we can see, uh, thanks to the, the Zoom picture, that uh, the influence of music still must weigh on you uh, in, a, in a positive way, heavily. All around, um, yeah. And then, and then for speakers, he, he metamorphosed into the speaking business. So um, it's, it's with great pleasure that we have a chance to talk a little bit about uh, uh, how the, the speaking world will change. But first of all, I want to check in, Tony. How are you doing? I'm doing really well, thank you. You know, it's been a change like everyone else, uh, trying to adapt. You know, but the good thing about um, coming from this business is we are surrounded with people who've been talking about ideas on how, how to deal with change organizationally and individually. And I draw on a lot of those lessons that uh, I've learned over the years from listening to people who are way smarter than me talking about how do you cope with times like these. So I, I do draw on that a lot. Excellent. So you actually listened when those uh, speakers were talking. <laughs> I, I know it's a novel idea. <laughs> no, that's excellent. And I'm not being cynical. I listened too, just to be clear. Anyway, uh, moving right along. So, uh, Tony, we have just one question for you, as the name implies, of this uh, uh, blog. And that is, we're now seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, we hope, certainly. We're hoping sometime in 2021, maybe 2022, to be able to get back to face-to-face -face meetings. Uh, but we will be changed. We will not be the same uh, either as a, as a society or uh, as a business. And I'm just wondering if you can, you can draw on your experience and, and your insights and tell us, how do you think we'll be changed, especially in the speaking business? Um. Yeah, we are going to be changed. We're seeing it already. Um, you know, before we before March came along, there were some people who understood how to use Zoom. Now everyone does. Now there are fabulous platforms that are coming up that are even more robust to do things like coffee breaks and um, trade shows and breakouts and just deliver content in ways that we never imagined virtually. Um, that is going to change how leaders lead. And uh, I believe that in-person is going to come back. Nothing will ever, ever, in my estimation, replace that. You and me sitting across the table, having a coffee or a drink and sort of catching up is way different than doing this. Uh, I, uh, the ability for leaders to take the virtual world, the virtual platforms that are out there and use it as an enhancement to augment what they're already doing, because of course it's impractical to bring everyone together in person very frequently, but you can suddenly, once everyone has got the skills and the tools are there, you can begin to use those two new tools in ways to get your customers closer, to train your people better, to make sure your 
team is in sync, all of that stuff from a speaker's uh, industry perspective, I believe that we are gonna find that this change actually creates more opportunity for speakers, not less. There may be fewer in-person ones, maybe fewer big in-person ones. Let's put it that way. We may wind up seeing, as I've heard from some of the bureaus that I work with, that companies wind up focusing more on regional events, bringing people, let's say, from the New England area or the Atlantic area or the Southeast, as opposed to one giant uh, massive uh, national conference. Um, so again, it all plays to my idea that I think we're going to wind up with more opportunity out there. And that's not being Pollyanna. I think that's really being practical because the need for companies and leaders to engage their people, to engage their customers is going to be more important than ever, for sure. No, that's, that's fascinating, Tony. I like that answer, not just because it is positive and, and forward-looking uh, in a good way, but also because uh, I think it it plays uh, to a, a reality of the pandemic, which uh, many people have commented on, which is that it accelerated trends that were already there um, and, and let us know that when we look back, yeah, we can do that. It, it's maybe not our first choice, but uh, maybe it, it, uh, it gives us options that we didn't have before. And, and one it of the does. things just, just to, uh, just to add on to what you're saying is that not only can you do uh, regional events, in person and perhaps uh, uh, you can do virtual ones as well, but uh, the cost of virtual events is much, much lower when you take into account the venue and, and all the, the, the paraphernalia you know so well, not to mention the travel of getting a whole a national group together. Um, and so you, you end up with two tiers, I think at least of, uh, of meetings that do take place in person and then ones that can take place virtually, but you might actually have more to them. Uh, be able to have more of them uh, because they're cheaper uh, and, and, and more uh, focused and, and so on. So yeah, I agree with you. I think, I think there, yeah. there could be real opportunities. Here. And, you know, the last time I was thinking about this before we got on our call, <clears throat> the last seismic shift that happened in the speaking business happened back in 1983, 84. Uh, uh, and the seismic shift was this. Tom Peters came out with a book called In Search of Excellence. Ken Blanchard came out with One Minute Manager. Uh, John Nesbitt came out with Megatrends. Before that time, there were what were called after dinner speakers, speakers who told a lot of good stories and you'd be able to get some lessons from their humor. But there, there was a class of certainly academic speakers, but there was nothing like the, you know, the, 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 popular speaker that was talking about serious business in the way Nesbitt and Blanchard and Tom Peters did. What happened then is it launched the idea in the speaking world that, you know what, being an after-dinner speaker isn't good enough. Point is, a whole cohort of people got left behind in 83, 84, 85, because the, the the business, the speaking business fundamentally changed. What audiences expected fundamentally changed. Uh, they could see somebody was just getting up there telling stories, but didn't have the, the rigor to go along. With it. And uh, the expectation was that much higher. 
So it, it spawned a whole group of brand new speakers that uh, were really coming up with their own content, doing their own research, and it changed the speaking business in a very, very big way in the mid 80s. Now we've got the delivery system that's changed. Hmm. So you've got people, think back to actors going from radio to television. You've got somebody with a terrific voice, but suddenly they've, the new world is going to be TV or movies. How do they manage to apply their trade and learn to operate in that new environment? And the biggest challenge that I see on the talent side is um, people sort of grappling with trying to understand how to best engage audiences, uh, what's going to work for them uh, to, to make sure that they can make a difference because that's what every speaker hopes to do with an audience, make a difference. Um, and some have the skills to do it. Some are working on the skills to do it, but that's, that's going to be a work in progress because the platform's going to change and audience expectations are going to change. Uh, excellent, excellent. Tony D'Amelio, everybody. Uh, uh, I got, I got two uh, questions in there. I snuck a second one in and uh, I really appreciate that because that's a great insight into uh, what speakers have to do in addition to uh, how the, the, the venues, the opportunities are going to change. Uh, speakers are going to have to change uh, too. So uh, uh, Tony, thanks so much for being with us on just one question. And thank you. Uh, and great to see safe. you. Yeah. Okay, good to you see too. you until we can meet again in person. In person for a drink in Boston. You got it.